Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio? Hope you're good. Nah, nah, nah. Hope you're great. Yes, that's what we want. We want you to be great. Halloween over. <laughs> now it becomes cool to be a parent. Now you're like, man, I get all this candy. This is kind of cool. I do the whole end of the night, get bored, leave the bowl out. That's that's who I am. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I'm that guy. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Jay Stu, did you go out and about at all last night? Uh, no, I stuck around, gave out some candy, watched sports. Um, I did, and, and, and fill me in on this. I mean, you've lived in the suburbs longer than I have. Um, the phenomenon of, of people that are apartment renters and maybe from a, uh, I guess, less affluent part of town driving Whoa. their kids into the, yeah. the neighborhoods. Yeah. I noticed, for whatever reason, as I went to get pizza last night, I noticed... There was just a line of cars uh, outside this like almost gated community. Is that a new thing, or is that always just kind of happened and I've missed it? Uh, I don't. I th- I don't think it's a new thing. I I mean, it's a it is a weird it, it's a weird dynamic. There's no it question is. there, right? It's like the kind of the whole idea for you to go in your own neighborhood and see your friends. You know, I mean, that's, but on the other hand, like, look, some people have, they, they go so over the top in decorating their houses that they clearly want other people to come in and see their houses. Right. And the best, and you know, one way to do that is to have people come in from out of the neighborhood and look, and then, you know, tell everybody like, that's the spot. I mean, it's one of the reasons you don't give out the king size Snickers bars or Milky Way bars. Because once you do, then the word gets out the next year. I mean, you'll never get kids away from your home. They just won't leave you alone. And I enjoy kids immensely. Like my son has school today. The public schools don't. And so I got to knock at the door at like 11 o'clock. Like, well, all these kids on the street, like the haze come out. Like he can, he's at school. You're gonna have to go get him there. You know? When did that start, by the way? When did public school This start? is the first time I've heard of it. <laughs> First time, it's a great idea, and maybe it's only because it's on a Friday. I mean, it's on a Monday. Excuse me, a Sunday. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? It seems like the next incarnation is to uh, give people off day Thursday off and Friday of the NCAA tournament. Right? There's that, and then the day after the Super Bowl. That's yes. the one that really needs to, the day after the Super Bowl is really needs to change. Yeah, yeah, no question. I mean, Ramos took off today. He was on too much of a sugar low. He couldn't get himself in. That really happened. Really happened. Joel Klatt will join us later on this hour. Um, I I think, I mean, honestly, it's way worse than the West Coast. Like last night, trick-or-treat passing out time, you had, you had the Sunday night game and you had the Lakers playing and you had the, granted they were playing the Rockets, you had some other NBA games, and then you had the World Series going on at once. You're like, oh, this is the worst. The worst. It it passing out Halloween candy is so bad. It's the one thing we always do to invite our you invite your your family over. 
Hey, mom, you want to come by on Halloween? Yeah, you can see the kids and then pass out candy. How about that? Really, what you're saying is pass out candy. And then if you happen to see my kids, great. Um, The Rams traded for Von Miller today. This is Von Miller earlier this morning. Seeing the pictures when I was walking out, it just just made me tear up, you know, but we always got... We always got Super Bowl 50. Always got Broncos country. And, um, yeah. We uh, will always have Super Bowl 50. And, of course, he got paid after Super Bowl 50. Their team was never the same. We can't simply blame Von Miller, but it did take up a bunch of the salary cap. Actually, that's why Ramos took the day off work. He was so excited. He's showing Von Miller around L.A., trying to find him a place. That's really what's happening. They're out in Thousand Oaks by the Rams facility, and he's, he's trying to find him a spot. Do you think this changes the Rams enough to where they become the all-out favorite in the NFC? That, that's my question. Byer, let me start with you. What do you think? Um, I, I don't – I'll say no. I think it makes them better, but I just think it's the NFL. It's parody. I think it's just tough to be dominant. I, I mean, I thought that they were one of the, the top four teams in the NFC for sure. Um, I don't know if this moved them up from if I had them at four or three, but I mean, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl, so I I already like the Rams. By the way, Daniil Hunter, do you see this? He's out with a torn pack. Mm. Yeah, tough one for the Vikings. I know they're not good. It's it's one of those. Actually, this is this is how I could answer your question without answering your question, Doug. Like last night watching the the Cowboys, I thought this team is really good. Can you imagine the the NFC divisional playoffs of being? Buccaneers against uh, you know Packers and Rams against Cowboys, and I don't even include the Cardinals in the conversation or the Saints who just beat the Buccaneers. And that's you know like that's just the the thing about it is I think the Rams are are really really good. And, I think the Rams are know. very very good too. I'm just trying to figure out how the Cardinals just housed them in their own place. Yeah, but a lot happens. of that is remember Tampa lost to the New Orleans twice last year in the regular season. Obviously, just lost yeah. them yesterday. Then beat him in the playoffs. Could be pointed out that Jared Cook had, who had a bonehead play yesterday, had a bad fumble um, in the in that game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the divisional playoff game. Um, and we've seen that. I mean, even you go back to when the Patriots had an undefeated regular season, it was the they beat the Giants the last game of the regular season. The Giants turned around and beat them in the Super Bowl. So we have seen that before. But it it is weird though that the Rams, and last year when they lost to the Packers, I think it's a much more competitive game. Aaron Donald's healthy; he wasn't healthy. Different sure. game. And, you know, I just and, and I mentioned just of, of those four, and and I guess you could put Kyler Murray in there as well. But you know, they're all quarterback led, and what do you have to do if you're going to beat those teams in the playoffs? You have to get after the quarterback. Rams were you know one of the better teams at getting after the quarterback anyway, and now they just got better at it. Yes. And I mean, you can see the logic, right? You put him on the same side as Aaron Donald. You have to you have to block Aaron Donald with two. Does that mean you can block? You know, can you block Von Miller with one? You know, and if if you had a chip, like now all of a sudden you're putting four resources over in the with that same side of your line, that becomes very difficult. So I don't know how much he has left in tank, how many plays he can play a game, but it sure seems like at least on paper that yeah. theory will work. And they have Leonard Floyd too. So I mean, who's a good player? Yeah, they're gonna. They're uh, just looking up the stats quick. Uh, average sack per game, they are second to the NFL this season. And so. they they just added Von Miller, right? Yep. Uh, would you, Jay? You want to get in, Jay Stu? You want to get in? Yeah, I I don't know how much better this makes the team. I'm I'm guessing it makes the team better. But um, uh, my question is this: like, 
taking a big swing like this is, is admirable. You know, you're basically telling your fan base we're, we want to win this year. And I, I get that and I love it. It just I, how many times could a franchise in the NFL do this? Because three years ago, didn't they do the exact same thing when they went out and got Marcus Peters and signed Sue and Brandon Cooks? Like how many how'd of these that years could you them? do? How'd that work out for them? And they got to the Super Bowl. Okay. And then last year, um, they went out and got Jalen Ramsey. And yeah, you know, I, I mean I, I don't know how it works out for them, but Aaron Donald getting hurt derailed any chances of winning that win the playoff game. Like I, I think this is their philosophy, and it seems to be working. You know what I love about it is, as you said, it's their philosophy. And the Eagles, who are a team that's trying to rebuild, are like, all right, let's get as many first-round picks as we can. And there, there are different ways to, to do it in a, in a league that is full of parity. And obviously the Rams are a team that's arrived and, and Philly's rebuilding. But, you know, do, do, do draft picks really, you know, affect the Rams as, as much? They've hit on some late-round guys. And if you if you get the known commodity, why not? And you just keep on moving on. Next year, maybe they'll make another move and be like, all right, we'll trade our 2023 draft picks. And yeah, they're just staying ahead. I think it's unique. I, I love it. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's unique. I, the challenges are on the lines, right? The challenges with the linebackers, the, those positions that you got to draft quality players on the first and second day. That, that's, that's really where kind of the challenge is. Uh, but they figured out a way to they have a, a absolute superstar at wide receivers, a third round pick, a star who's a quarterback who they got in a trade for their number one overall pick. Um, they're doing it without their best running back who they used a second round pick on two years ago. Um, and, you know, you have a couple of dynamic defensive players and the rest is just kind of filling in spots and trying to do it on evals that, that this is their plan. Seems to be working. Now, the Packers, they have a completely different philosophy, right? Like everything through the draft. Keep your own guys. And then they've gone out and added some guys, some practice squad guys. They've done a good job of player eval, but they're not going out big game hunting. Doesn't fit who they are. You got to know who you are. You got to know what fits. It does help that they have Aaron Rodgers, right? It makes everything look a lot better. Boy, that team looks good. Why? Well, you got Aaron Rodgers. That'll, that'll generally do it for you yeah and and also if you're drafting guys late fifth sixth and seventh rounders you got to be good in that aspect but it also helps and i'm not saying this is a long-term play but the guys that you may have in the secondary or guys that you may need to count on may not have to do as much if you are getting after the quarterback so it's such a trickle-down effect of you know, and you have Jalen Ramsey on one side, so maybe you could take you know other guys and and use them to double someone else. There's a lot of flexibility that you can do when you just have really good players who can get after the quarterback. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so if that helps them, who does it hurt? Like it, it's interesting. Like Arizona team that beat them earlier in the year, Arizona loses JJ Watt, who's different now than than Vaughn is, but there's a similar, like, both were the best in the game for a period of time. J.J. Watt now out for the year. Vaughn Miller added to to uh, added to added the, the Rams. So it will be interesting to see if, if Arizona can do anything to help themselves with the J.J. Watt injury, obviously hurting them specifically against the run. You know who else? It, it just hurts. It hurts Denver a little bit. Well, it, yeah. I mean, obviously... But it, and I'm not trying to be Captain Obvious on it, but when you look at the AFC and you look at how things play out, like there were five teams that during this week that had two losses in the AFC. 
and now we come in and there are there are four entering uh you know with uh week eight having one game and the chiefs have already lost point being is denver is sitting there at four and four getting that win yesterday they're not out of the wild card race i don't think that we had any dreams that they would go and win a super bowl but it's not like they were completely out of it in the afc to maybe you know grab a a playoff berth there's a big stretch for the Chargers, by the way, in the AFC. They got the Eagles on the road, which talent-wise should be a game they should win, even though the Eagles played well this week. Vikings at home, Steelers at home, to Denver and the Broncos. Like, you got to win three out of these next four, considering they just dropped two. And the, the Ravens game, you couldn't have expected to win, but the Patriots game, you, they, they should have won that game. Should have won that game. Raiders in first place in the AFC West. Huh? I know. Right? Crazy. Crazy. Love this league. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look, inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores, they're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So the odds are there's one out there where you're going, especially games and big conferences. Check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off a stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. 
Good at any Graduate Hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you guys are great. Ram is redefining what a truck can be, leading in interior design technology and overall quality. If you're buying a truck in the past, good luck. If you're buying a truck today, buy a Ram. Learn more at ramtrucks.com. Boy, you know, some people hate to say, I told you so. I do not. Get everybody on message. And now. A ticker tape parade? Like what? I told you so. Wasn't the greatest weekend. Finally nailed it, Gottlieb. Wasn't the greatest weekend in picks. But I did tell you, Georgia was much better than Florida. Georgia Bulldogs are undefeated. They've won at home. They've won the road. They've won a neutral. They're really, really good. Georgia is clearly better. Two touchdowns better is a big question. The over-under is 51. This is a Georgia team that has an incredible defense. Defense travels. I like Georgia to win and to cover. It's a big number. I just love that defense. So Georgia and 14 will take it. Georgia wins 34-7. to There's a lot of questions about what's going to happen with Dan Mullen at Florida. Kind of a weird press conference today that was cut short. But uh, Florida having a tough year at 4-4. At four and four. They've lost three of their last four. Um, they've actually lost four out of six. The one big win was over Tennessee. They got South Carolina, Sanford, Missouri, Florida State. So if Florida gets it back going together, they should finish off 8-4 and four and go to a decent bowl game. But very much in question. The story is Georgia. I mean, Georgia is just, what a football team, you know? I mean, you look at it like, what, what's a number one team supposed to look like? Well, you know, they survived Clemson that first game of the season. They they beat Bama with, excuse me, beat Alabama Birmingham with their backup quarterback. South Carolina, they beat 40-13. to 13. Vanderbilt, 62 nothing. Arkansas, 37 nothing. Auburn, 34-10. Kentucky, good football team, 30-13. to 13. And then Florida in Jacksonville, they beat them 34-7. They got Missouri, who's not only uh, struggling at 1-3 in the league, 4-4 four four overall, but Missouri is actually 0-9 against the spread. Then they got Tennessee. Tennessee's decent, but they're not Georgia. Of course, that one's going to be a crazy game in Neyland Stadium. Charleston Southern, then Georgia Tech. Like, wow. Put Georgia in the... They're already in the SEC championship game. And I kind of think they don't even have to win the SEC championship game to get to the national championship game, but it would definitely... Or national playoff, but that would definitely help. Uh, Speaking of college football, felt good about this Penn State pick. Ohio State, Penn State, one of the two big games this weekend. Uh, Penn State and 19 and a half points, considering, and I know that this is always a close game. Penn State was bad last year. I like Penn State to come in and cover. 
That's a ton of points for Penn State. Yeah, just kind of the logic. And uh, was it nine and a half? They won by nine. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm the smartest guy on earth. Yes, I will. Let's get to the pros. Uh, Buffalo, Miami. That was a wrap. <laughs> Dolphins taking on the Bills. This one's going to be real tough for the, for the Dolphins. Uh, it's going to be raining, 43 degrees. Buffalo's defense is awesome. I know it's a huge number for the NFL. Most NFL games are decided by a touchdown or less. Not this one. Give me the Bills. Lay the number. I mean, you're a little concerned about a late backdoor cover with the Dolphins getting a touchdown, a two-point conversion late, but it wasn't really in question. Dolphins just have no offense, man. Line's bad. Quarterback play's not great. No offense. Um, If you watched in the first half, you probably freaked out. Niners taking on the Bears, but the second half, I became the smartest man on earth. Niners are a four-point favorite against the Bears. Look, I, I, there's a reason they didn't want this quarterback change in Chicago. He's not ready. The Niners didn't play well in the rain, but it's supposed to be sunny, 50 degrees, crisp in Chicago. Give me the Niners as a road, road favorite. Helped out in the fourth quarter um, by another running back who nobody knew. Like, did anybody else pick up Elijah Mitchell? What about you, Buyer? Buyer knows everything about fantasy guys. Did yeah, you have he's Eli- actually Eli- been Elijah really Mitchell? good. And and uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo, he's actually, yeah, he's kind of been the bell cow. Bell cow. Yeah, he's going to be there for a while, yeah. Love the bell cow. Love the bell cow. I mean, you grew up in Wisconsin. What is the bell cow? That's the that's the big cow in the... It's the guy on the front with the bell on it, yeah. You bring um, him in to... Bring him in. He's the lead. He's the lead. Actually, Sam would know more than I did. Sam grew up on a farm, right, Sam? I gotta have more cowbells, babe. We grew up in town. You grew up in town? I grew up in town as well. Oh, you did? I mean, my parents have a farm, but it hasn't had livestock on it for like 30 years, so at least. Um, All right, let's get to this one. Finally was right about the Cowboys. I'll tell you what underdog I like. I like the Cowboys on the road against the Vikings. You know, it's a Cowboys team that can really, really score. And we've seen primetime Kirk Cousins enough to know what primetime Kirk Cousins looks like. Giving the Cowboys as my first dog of the week. Obviously not having Dak, and that was announced after the show. Hurt that pick, but they wouldn't have been a dog if people thought Dak was going to play. He ends up not playing. Cowboys come from behind, win by four, and that one covered. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's welcome him in. He's Joel Clatt. He called the Michigan-Michigan State game, which was a, a classic. This is a great football game. Um, but it, it felt like, it, it just felt like, and I thought Joel did a great job of pointing it out, like Michigan State running tempo and Michigan trying to substitute guys in, and it was the biggest issue for Michigan defensively. Am I wrong, Joel, that that was as big a deciding factor in the game as anything else? Well, it it certainly made life difficult on the Wolverines. I think it was that coupled with the fact that they just could not tackle Kenneth Walker once he got past the line of scrimmage. If he hit the second level, he was gone. There was no ability to, to stop the bleeding, if you will. And great defenses, I go back to a couple of years ago. You remember um, 
uh, Fuller at, at Ohio State. He's now playing with the Chargers, I believe, or maybe it's the Rams. I'm, it's Fuller's with the Rams, right? I think yes. he is, the safety. Anyways, he's here in L.A., and his, his main job, and he did it amazing, was to be the eraser. Just get the ball back to the ground, and then let's line up and play again. And I think Michigan's front seven is very good. They have one of the best pass rushers in all college football, Nathan Hutchinson, but what they did not have is the ability to just get the ball to the ground and snap it and play again. And, and that was an issue. So that coupled with the fact that there was this very – Small and brilliant strategy by Michigan State, and I actually talked to the coaches on on Friday because I had seen this all year long about their inability to get lined up against tempo. Oregon had the same thing on film, and it, Ohio State exploited it in their game. And and one thing that you could see was that they loved to substitute, whether you substituted or not, after short yardage packages. So every single time Michigan State got into a short yard, third and one, fourth and one, and they would, if they would get it, they would just get in the same personnel, line up, and try to snap the ball quickly. And Michigan was trying to substitute their big personnel for their base personnel. I kept saying it on the air, and they kept doing it, and then they never adjusted. And I think that that was a mistake from Jim Harbaugh and from Mike McDonald. And, and that's one thing that is, is a risk when you take a guy with, with – you know, NFL background, when you take them from the NFL, here's one thing, guys, and I can just tell you from a television perspective and from a coaching perspective, every single time you talk with somebody that is in college football that was just in the NFL, they will talk to you about how different the game is. It's not the same sport, they say. The tempo, the schematics, everything is different. The the width of the hash marks. And I think that's one of those things that is a very specific NFL trait to get your personnel on the field, regardless of what the offense is doing. And you just can't do that with the way that these offenses play. And you're right. Those two things that I talked about, the inability to get Walker to the ground on the second level and their inability to adjust to the tempo for Michigan State was the deciding factor. Joel Klatt joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, and then Michigan gets in must-pass must situations late. And even if they had very good quarterback play before that, it was, it was, it was shaky. Um, what does this mean for the Big, 12 ra- Big Ten race? Well, I mean, it means that it sh- sets up an absolute showdown with Michigan State and, and Ohio State, as those are the only two undefeated left on that side of the division. I, I, you know, I, this, this turnaround for Michigan State has been incredible to watch. Done it mostly with transfers, Walker being one of them. And, and now you're looking at this, and basically the winner of that game is likely going to win the Big Ten East and play Lord knows who from the Big Ten West. I mean, Minnesota's still alive. Purdue's still alive. Wisconsin may return from the dead and represent the West in the Big Ten championship game. This, this year is a cut case study in why we need to do away with divisions, Big Ten being the example. And I, and I can tell you with a, with a fair amount of certainty that that is going to go away throughout college football. The Pac-12 is talking about and likely will do away with divisions. The Big Ten is talking about and likely will do away with divisions. So um, in, in that type of scenario, you would see one of these East teams have to rematch with the team that, that, that beat them in this round robin going down the, the back half of the year. Joel Klatt joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I, I question for you. Patters, Gary Patterson's out at TCU. Now, yeah. look, I had heard that, that, you know, that had been coming, but what do you make of the midseason firing thing? Now, I know he yeah, walked I, away. I, I, I'm not a fan of it. I, I just am not. I was critical of the Texas Tech scenario. I think even the way that, that – 
Well, let's face it. I think the way LSU is handling it is better than just letting your guy walk in the middle of the year. Um, USC does it in the middle of the year. That's you know basically the third time that's happened in their last three coaches. I don't like it, and the thing about it is, is that I feel like we lose out on the player perspective. Everyone starts talking about the recruiting calendar, this, and the fans in the stands, that, and the boosters, this. And I'm like, well, listen, those people are not in the program. I'm worried about the kids. And, and candidly, when a head coach gets fired, that's like the father of the program leaving. And when the, you know, when the dad's away, the kids will play. I get worried about how they're going to do academically down the stretch in this semester, what the behavioral consequences are going to be like. How many of these guys are going to get really bad advice and just transfer out of there on a whim? All of that seems to just fly out the window, and we, we see like, well, we had to make a change because of all these other external factors. So I don't like it in general. Now, specifically to TCU, the thing that I have a problem with is the, is the fact that this, this AD, um, I think it's Danatoni or Jeremiah Danatoni or something along those, like Donatoni or something, he's basically a career fundraiser. He was in an agency before this. He's been a career fundraiser. And he went to Gary Patterson and basically said, like, hey, just so you know, I'm going to want X, Y, and Z changes at the end of the year. And Gary was like, well, you know, we'll see. I'm not sure if I'm not going to, uh, if I'm going to make those. And so it became contentious. And Gary was basically said, shown the door and said, yeah, I'll walk through it on my own at this point. My contention would be, why have that conversation now? Have it in December. I, I'm sorry, but that just, it seems totally disrespectful. The guy is TCU, not just football program, but TCU as a university. And I've had people scoff at this notion that he's meant more to that university than anything that has come before it. And I'm saying from an institution perspective, Doug, this is what people fail to realize about the front porch of the institution that is the football program. 20 years ago, this school was an average scholastic school at best, at best. They were accepting somewhere in the neighborhood of between 50 and 60% of applicants. That is a giant number. You're not getting the ACT and SET scores that you would like to be a competitive academic institution when you're allowing 50 and 60% of the applicants to be a part of your school. And as they started to win and move up conferences because of Gary Patterson, go to the Rose Bowl because of Gary Patterson, what you saw is an influx of students from around the country applying to go to TCU because of the exposure of the football program. So that 50 to 60% mark went all the way down into the you know 10 to 15% mark. And guess what? The number of the SAT and ACT scores, the quality of those scores of the applicants, one, and two, the people that they admitted into the school went way up. As those scholastic scores went up, guess what else went up? Research grants, the entire prestige of the academic institution itself. Chris Del Delcani, their former athletic director who was there with Gary, told me countless times that Gary's price tag could have been $20 million and it would have been worth it to the university because of the standing of the institution academically via the prestige and exposure of their football program. So here's this guy that has meant everything, not just to that program specifically, but the athletic department and the university, and you demand changes a month before the season is over? Pound sand. Like, give me a break. The guy's got a statue. He's a legend in that community. He should have been allowed to coach his last few games and retire gracefully. It's it's crazy, crazy times. Um, Okay, now we have – 
It, it, I mean, Georgia, it would be, barring a miracle, they're going to get, I mean, obviously they got Tennessee on the road, but otherwise they're going to be undefeated and play in the SEC championship game. We mentioned the Big Ten, okay, which is a, a mess. Uh, what do you make of Oregon being ranked below Ohio State? Well, I make that it's the AP. <laughs> you know, and, and the AP poll is a prisoner to the moment. And and it matters more when you lose than than how you lose or to and who. who you lose to. Yeah. yeah, and and we see that all the time. Now, in past years, what happens is that the first committee rankings come out, and then the AP voters start switching theirs up, and it kind of mimics it. Then going forward, the rest of the year. Having said that, I I really do believe that Oregon will be ahead of Ohio State tomorrow night when we get our first committee rankings. And, and candidly, if I was a committee of one and you said, make a playoff right now, Oregon would be in and Ohio State would not. I would honor that game. Now, if you ask me, rank your top 10 teams in college football, Ohio State would be ahead of Oregon right now because I think that they have corrected the issues that they showed early in the season and they're playing at a much higher level. So these are two different discussions that we tend to have when we talk about, well, who's better and then who's most deserving. But I think that the committee is going to look at the metrics. They're going to look at the head-to-head victory that Oregon had. They're going to look at the strength of schedule. They're going to look at the strength of record. And they're going to say every one of those, every one of those three is better and, and suggest that Oregon is better than Ohio State, and they're going to put them ahead of the Buckeyes. Now, that being said, they're not going to want the Buckeyes all that low, maybe sixth at the lowest, which means that you're likely to see Oregon at five, four, or higher in the first rankings. Okay, so, so you'll see Georgia one, I guess, what, Cincinnati two? I'm not sure if you'll see Cincinnati two. I, I, could, see a, a, I could see a situation where you've got – um, uh, you know, an Oklahoma up there or even an Alabama up there. I think that we're in for kind of a wild night. I, I really do. And with the caveat being that the first uh, iteration of the rankings never seemed to hold up, obviously, into the last iteration of the rankings. But I do think that we're going to be in for some sort of wild concoction. I would be surprised if Cincinnati's number two. The schedule that they've played, albeit they beat Notre Dame on the road, and Notre Dame's likely to be a top-10 team, but struggling with some of the teams that they've struggled with, that you can't watch their film and say, oh, yeah, that's the second-best team in the country. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fascinating. I, that, that's, that's the next question is, okay, so let's say Ohio State finishes with one loss, Oregon finishes with one loss, uh, Notre Dame finishes with one loss. Um, you know, Bama and, undefeated. Cincinnati's OU, undefeated. You know, right. and let's say Bama beats Georgia, and they're both one loss. Yeah, Cincinnati's not getting in. <laughs> Expand now. <laughs> I mean, it's. I don't think that there's a scenario. Well, there's obviously a scenario. If you had to ask me right now, Joel, you got to bet one way or another. Cincinnati's in the playoff or out of the playoff at the end of the year. I'm going to say out of the playoff, regardless of if they're undefeated. And there's going to be a lot of cries for expansion. And I'm one of those. I think we need to expand. It's going to be better for the sport. And ultimately, I think that they're going to expand the wrong way. They'll probably expand to eight rather than 12. It would be better if it was 12 rather than eight because then we won't have buys, and you got to have buys in order to reward the top-end teams in the first, second, third, and fourth seeds in order to retain the level of importance of their conference championship games. But like everything in college athletics, basketball and football together, everything, every single thing in college athletics is worse because of administrators in suits. They never do it right. Ever. I'm going to disagree with you. I think eight is better because here's what it does. You win your league, you get in, 
right? That it makes the league championship paramount. However you want to decide however you win your league, you're in. And then it gives us less at-large teams, which I, I, I like the less is more idea of it. I like that the top two the, teams get a buy. I, I don't disagree. I, I, I will just leave you with this. If you expand to 12, you can have the top four, team, top four teams in the country have buys. That means that when Alabama plays Georgia in the SEC championship game, they're not just going to throw that game away and be like, well, it doesn't really matter because we're going to all be in the playoff anyway. There will be something on the line in that game. And so I think leaving something on the line, even when top teams play late, when they're both going to go, would be better. And that buy would be huge. And then the second round being at home potentially would be huge. And that's why I don't think we're going to go. That would be better for the fan bases. It would be better for the teams. It would be better if this was on campus for the first two rounds of the expanded playoff, but it probably won't because they're going to allow the lobbyists, a.k.a. the bowl committees all over the country to have a say. That's why I say that I feel like suits just absolutely ruin collegiate athletics. Administrators ruin every sport in college athletics. Bosses ruin everything, let's just be honest. He's the one and only Joel Klatt. He has no bosses because he is the boss. That's that's really what it kind of comes comes down to. Klatt, good line. You guys are you guys are great. Where are you going this week? Um we've got Ohio State at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I mean right. on paper should have been you go back to the start of the year would have been a big thing, just we have no idea Nebraska. They, they you know. Maybe they pull off an upset. Who knows? I'm I'm excited to see Ohio State and see how much they've improved. I am too, and I'm excited to hear your call. Great job this weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, bud. Have a great day. The one and only Joel Klatt. Follow him on social media. That He does a great job of breaking down the Heisman race and, of course, who he would vote for in the the national championship playoff if he was on the committee. Von Miller had one last message for Bronco fans. It hits you right here. It's next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look, inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get graduate hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores, they're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So the odds are there's one out there where you're going, especially games and big conferences. Check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off a stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show. It's on Fox Sports Radio. Let's get to the press. The press. Dan Beyer. What do you have, sir? Doug, I've got the press for you. And Breeders' Cup 2021 brings it to you as well with 14 championship races worth $31 million in purses and awards. The Breeders' Cup is two days of horse racing too big to miss. Learn more at breederscup.com slash 2021 or bet now at tvg.com. A couple of big news items from the NFL today. Derek Henry now placed on injured reserve, Doug, as he will have surgery tomorrow to repair that broken foot. Head coach Mike Vrabel would not put a timetable on his in- on the injury and his return, but did say that he wouldn't rule out Henry coming back this season. But NFL Network is saying about six to ten weeks for Derrick Henry. Mm. Man, another mistake, by the way, out of me is going to cost me a fantasy game. What <laughs> happened? Well, I uh, well maybe a window. It doesn't matter. I, I lost by six points, and. I tried to use uh, C.J. Uzoma, but I I couldn't get him in a time. I had Mark Andrews who had a bye. Oh uh, yeah. But I mean, in Tom Brady actually had thirty nine fantasy points, even though he threw the pick. Aaron Rodgers only nineteen fantasy points, so that's where I lost the game. Doing well in that league. I'm four and three in that league. My other league. Let's see here. Well, you look I'm that four up. and three, but okay. I'm four and three, but I'm gonna I'm gonna win this one. Okay, good. 
Good. Right. Still a reason, though, to listen to I Want Your Flex. New episode totally. drops tomorrow morning. Von Miller on his way out of Denver. Broncos trading him to the Rams for a second and third round pick. Here was Von's message as he was leaving town. Seeing the pictures when I was walking out, it just, you know, it just made me tear up. You know, but we always got we always got Super Bowl 50. I always got Broncos country. And, um, yeah. Von Voyage. Oh, <laughs> Look at you, you, <laughs> you. Oh, Russell Wilson um, had the pin removed from his finger. By the way, I saw and he tweeted out the pin, but there's no blood in the pin, no anything. So it just felt like he took a picture of one of the pins. Yeah, you are not, not the you, pin. You're not a fan of uh, of the clean picture. You wanted to see something grotesque. I want. I actually wanted to see the pin come out. Here's another fantasy note to pass along. Matt Rule says they hope that running back Christian McCaffrey could practice on Wednesday, but that is no guarantee that CMC could be back for Week 9, saying that if it doesn't work out, maybe he'll be back in Week 10. So Christian McCaffrey's injury in that strained hamstring continues to linger. How crazy is it that a guy who doesn't get hurt when they just use the hell out of him his first three years now the last two have, have just been totally injury marred. Like it's just so weird. And Carolina is at four and four, but we also have to remember, like as much as they look very average of late, surviving the Falcons, they got the Pats at home, then they go to Arizona taking the Cardinals, then the Washington Football Team, then the Dolphins. Like you could easily see them winning three other next four, getting right back in this another game with the Falcons, then Bills, then Buccaneers, then Saints on the road. They got Bucks. They still got two with the Buccaneers, but the last game with the Buccaneers. Bucks could be sitting there, guy resting their guys. So there's still hope for them to make the playoffs. I think nine is the magic number, and it's not out of the realm of possibility. They'd have to beat the Saints on the road in order to get there. Pelicans coach Willie Green says Zion Williamson will miss another two to three weeks of action. Still trying to recover from surgery this offseason to repair a fracture in his foot. Did you see the video of him? Yeah, yeah. He's out of shape. In- yeah. Instead of saying he's open, he said, hey, 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 I'm open. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, as a condition of his reinstatement, Illinois center Kofi Colbert has been suspended for the first three games of the Dumb. season for selling some school-issued apparel and memorabilia Dumb. in June. He must serve the penalty because the infraction occurred prior to name, image, and likeness rules being instituted on July 1st. Why don't they just like make him run one day or like you know, <laughs> give him some fake, like, you're on yeah. double secret probation. Here's what happened. So Kofi Colbert thought he was going to the NBA. He is a tremendous college center. He's going to struggle in the NBA game in terms of his foot speed and movement or whatever. But and and by the way, I know Kofi. I coached him in one of these All Star camps, and he's in, he's an incredible kid. Just like one of those light up the room, huge personalities. I really like him as a as a person. Um, he thought he was going to the NBA draft. Of course, everything was delayed this year, right? And then he wasn't going to get picked high, so then he went back to college, and he'd already sold like Illinois stuff to make some cash knowing they had changed the name, image, and likeness rule, but he sold it before they passed the name, image, and likeness rule, so it's it's against the rules. So he's going to miss three games. That's so dumb. I I, I actually like... I, I, I don't mind most NCAA rules. I just... This is a pretty obvious... Uh, spirit of the law, letter of the law. They're going by letter, and they should go by spirit. Finally, Doug, Action Network reporting that the Mid-American Conference likely to add Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee to their league. That would mean there would be just three schools remaining in Conference USA. And that's the press. <laughs> hey, get out there and press. That was the press. The question is, who are the three schools remaining in Conference USA? Does anybody know who they are? I know FIU is one. <clears throat> 
Yeah, maybe FAU is the other. No, right? they're, they're gone. Oh, they're gone? Yeah, they, they they're left. Gone. Monday, night, Monday Night Football. I'll give you my picks on Twitter. It's Doug Gottlieb Show. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. 